welcome to another episode of Three Men in a War Game. I am Paul, and uh, this week we actually have uh, Potter back with us, which is exciting um, because he was on a big old vacation. Disney World! Yeah, and so we'll just harass him throughout with some Mystery Science Theater 3000 quotes. <sighs> uh i'm kevin aka chops uh and i am uh i'm here tonight so that's good <laughs> and uh i am uh, chris aka potter and uh, i'm here to make the show buoyant again <laughs> good, to, good to know our place <laughs> i told you i'm taking it back i'm making that word mine that's right that's our word yeah so this this episode will have a lot of buoyancy. Oh man, I missed you guys. <laughs> how was how was your vacation, Potter? It, it was good. It was good. The kids the kids enjoyed the surprise. My daughter was like, "You lied to me. You said we weren't going to Disney." And I said, "No. I told you we were going to Daytona, and I would take you to Disney the next time I went to Orlando, which is today." <laughs> You got her on a technicality. I got her on a technicality. You cannot try and lie to my my daughter. She she remembers everything. She's got a mind like an elephant, man. Yeah, but that's good though. It's good to not lie to them anyway. I mean, it, you manipulate them with language a little bit, but don't out and out lie, right? Yeah, no, no, of course. That just she that just treats teaches them to lie. So no. yeah, I'm yeah. Good. But they enjoyed it. Uh, got her to ride Space Mountain. She was terrified of it, and. Uh, you know, so the God bless the cast member that was there. She she actually held the ride up, got my daughter calm. We launched off, and you know I've got my hand on her the entire time until I hear the words, "I love this ride." <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm good." Awesome. So, I got a little roller coaster junkie to go with me now. Good, good. So, I'm glad to there. hear that. It's good. Went to the beach. It was like 80 degrees. Went to the Christmas party. Ate a lot of food. So, any Dole whips? Uh, yes, of course. I got a, 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 a I got one Dole whip. I got one, and I, I made I got it while I was in downtown Disney. Pissed my mom off because we were right next to the place that does it in downtown. She didn't know about it. She went into some store and came back, and I had a Dole whip. And she said, "Where the hell did you get that from?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. So yeah, it was good. It was a good trip. Good, good to see my parents. I got to see my aunt, my uncle, uh, my cousin, his his kid. So it was a good time. Awesome. So um, let's. Uh, it's it's been a while. So let's talk hobby progress. Yeah, Potter, you you were away. Have you gotten any uh, hobby progress done? I have been a man on a mission actually when it comes to hobby progress lately. Uh, I have gotten uh, Papa Palpatine done for Legion. Uh, one unit of Royal Guards done. Uh, I've got my interceptors done for my Marine Army. Wait, wait. Uh, when you when you say done, do you mean fully painted? I, you said painted. You know okay. better than that. I'm no, just they're asking. Built. I got. You said fully done. So to me, fully no. done. Yeah, fully done is painted. Yeah, okay, fine. And sealed. They're fully built. They're okay. they're gray plastic. Assembled. Uh, got it. They're assembled, and I got an e-web assembled. So basically, I just went into my box of like, what the hell do I have sitting here? I need to work on stuff because I've been with my kids for a week and a half, and I need some sanity. Um. So yeah, I've gotten a ton of building done. No <laughs> painting, but ton of building done. I'm actually building some scouts right now. 
uh, scout uh, troopers for my uh, Legion army right now. Awesome. So that's good, though. I mean, even with the vacation, you're still managing to get some stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Got to get ready for Adepticon, man. Heck yep, yeah. that's the name of the game. How about you, Chuffs? What you, uh, I mean, since you're the most prolific one of us all. Um, I've gotten uh, one entire unit of Royal Rifle Corps for my King's Empire completed. And, and those got... look dope, by the way. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, there are nine of them now. I have to send you a picture of the 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 group of them. Um, and I am working about halfway through Charles Edmonton. And then I'm going to take a break from the Rifle Corps to paint the infiltrators. So they're on deck. Um, I'm working on painting, uh, a Christmas present for a friend. So that is on my desk right now. That's almost done. And then I'll finish Edmonton and start on the infiltrators. Uh, and outside of that, well, I haven't, uh, haven't done a lot. I've been playing a lot of key forge, which has, uh, <clears throat> come in a little bit on my hobby time, but I am, uh, I am going to be ready for Adepticon, and that's going to be 50 rice worth of Bushido painted. It's going to be my one commander list for the other side painted. And my goal is to have 40 points of Game of Thrones painted for some open play with fully painted minis while I'm there, too. Nice. Nice. I I painted Little Claw um, since we last talked. Uh, for for Wild West Exodus, and uh, I'm almost done with my three Kaga brothers, which at that point would mean that my my Warrior Nation uh, posse box would be complete. Very Dope. nice. I uh, I I thought about Paul buying all the Dark Nation that I could and uh, doing a, a Warrior Nation on Dark Nation grudge match at Adepticon, but I, I don't know if I can make it work financially. We'll see. <laughs> oh man! Even if even if you just get the uh, the posse box, I'll I'll throw down with some posse box action. All right. Yeah, because that one mini, the one that's like, is it walks looking but like demonic or whatever? Yep. Yeah, like the corrupted, yeah, oh, the man. version. She's that, awesome. That mini is super good. No, the one the one that I love the most out of that box is the one jumping off of the tree. That one is also the, sweet. Yeah, yeah, that one's ridiculous. I'd like to see what you did paint what you could do paint wise with that yeah i'd paint them with uh like ashy gray skin i could be pretty cool to make them look kind of ghouly yeah yeah that would be a cool grudge match honestly i think uh see yeah if you can if you can make that happen in any way shape or form that would be fantastic i might i might just so uh since we uh through (laughs) throughout talking about our hobby progress uh, I noticed a common word coming up for, for us, and that's Adepticon. Um, so for those of you listening, all three of us are going to be at Adepticon, which is exciting. Yeah, uh, so why don't you guys talk about the events you're signed up for and other things you want to do, and then I'll follow behind you guys. Cool. Yeah. You want to lead it off, Paul? Yeah, I'll go first. So um, I am signed up for the other side event on friday uh it's a one commander tournament uh which is exciting um i'm certainly looking forward to that um i also signed up for on thursday i will be playing in the starter song of ice and fire event that they have where basically oh, I'm so excited well the cool thing though is that come on 
you, you don't bring anything. Kaman is providing you with a painted army to play with and tokens and everything that goes along with the game. And I think you uh, might walk away with product. Um, That's my I know understanding. When you do, but I think everybody's going to be walking away with something. With some, yeah, some mini. That's it's super That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they're they are based on the event listing. Man, they are not playing. They are showing up supporting the hell out of song of ice and fire they're they're doing that starter tournament kind of thing uh i think almost twice a day yeah it looked like there was a lot going on and i i'm interested in doing that as well if there's still open spots for it so it's twice a day for three of the days one of the days is all open play you just sign up and they're going to be doing all open play for walk-up open play uh and then they also have a bunch of paint and take events too so there's a lot if you're interested at all at, in a song of ice and fire there's lots of low risk low investment events and you should look on the uh on the events page if you're planning on attending yeah so there's a, a lot of song of ice and fire and then the other thing i signed up for um which actually sold out within an hour of tickets going on sale and that's the wild west exodus uh gunslinger tournament on saturday i was kind of shocked that they only had 16 slots for it um, oh wow! I didn't realize it was that low. Yeah, it was only sixteen slots, and I mean, uh, that's eight four by four tables. That's a pretty big. Uh, that's a pretty big space for a small, like a new game. It so, is. It is. But it, I mean, it's, it's awesome, though. I mean, it's just interesting, though, that compared to say the other side where it's forty-eight people, and by the time Wild West Exodus was sold out, uh, the other side oh. still only had about six or seven slots filled. Yeah, you guys don't know how much space weird gets, though. Uh, I've, I mean, having uh, be, I'll, you know, I'm a vet at this point in the con. Uh, it will shock you guys how much room weird has. Uh, they have a giant play area. So. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it shocks me too that like the you know, the toss is getting such a, a space on it with it being such a brand new game. I mean, by the point Adepticon comes around, I mean, toss will only been on retails space by for what three months four yep. months yeah i don't expect the event will sell out but even if there are 20 players it's i mean even if there are you know right now i i think there was like 11 people signed up and even if that's how it rolls it's going to be super fun but it is a brand yeah. new game right so yep so what are you what are you signed up for potter uh so um i was in disney when i was actually in the parks when this uh when stuff went up so paul was awesome enough to get me stuff so i'm not signed up for a a ton uh but i am signed up for the other side tournament uh because i loves me this game right now it's a ton of fun so i'd be happy to do this first mate well second major convention because i think they're think they're going to be in captain's con in february that's true so formerly known as uh temple con um and then I will also be in the Wild West Exodus Gunslinger Tournament. Uh, so I'm getting all my stuff painted up. And uh, for that, focusing – that's going to be like – that was like my big thing I want to do outside of maybe Legion. Uh, but, you know, we, we've talked in Agnosium about why I'm not playing Legion this year. Have we talked about it on the show? Uh, have we? Well, maybe not. So, so the reason why I'm not playing Legion, even though it's one of my pretty much my game of choice right now, is because of the fact that we have such a small Wild West Exodus community here that with me not going in for tournament rep uh, prep preparation, it would really significantly cut down on everybody else's tournament prep. So, um, I'm I'm throwing my hat in the ring there and helping out with that and sacrificing tournament prep for Legion. 
Which is super sweet of you, by the way. I know. I know. I'm awesome. And and to give you an idea of how small um, – well, for we do have a small Wild West Exodus crew here, but it will make up 25% of the field at Adepticon. Right. So we will yeah, actually so be getting really good reps in. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to get reps in, right? Yep. That's, yeah, that's awesome. You guys are going to be able to do that because it's going to be hard for me to get toss reps in. Yeah. But it'll just be like me running demos. Because, <laughs> uh, Paul, are anyone else from our area in the in our area going? Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, we're seriously 25% of, of, yeah, of the 16 people. So that's four of us. It's going to be me, you, and the plunges. So both plunges are playing. Yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know if Dawn was going to get away because uh, of her uh, stuff with we're doing for we uh, for other side in uh, for Malifo. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She'll she'll be playing. That's awesome. Yep. Super I love, awesome. I love seeing Dawn. She's fun, and 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 Paul's an awesome guy too. So I like playing against him. Yep. Yeah. So we got we got lots of reps. But so all right. And Chops, how about you? What are you going to be into? Uh, I am also playing in the other side tournament, so it'll be all all three beards playing a war game. <laughs> May the best beard win. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be one of you guys. Uh, uh, That's not true. It'll be Potter. <laughs> what? Uh, no. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm oh, also oh, going to be beard wise. Beard wise, yes, yes. yes yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Beard. Yeah. I. I probably the best. The best war game too. We'll see. I'm. I'm just terrible at it right now, but that's all right. Uh, I'm also going to be playing in Bushido uh, on Sunday because I want to play Bushido. Um, and I think a tournament would be a lot of fun. Um, so I'll be playing in that. I've been mulling over uh, and I still haven't bought a ticket for it yet, but they're available playing in the Malifaux 2E send-off. Um, but I haven't played a game of 2E in months, so I'm a little nervous about it. But I might sign up for that. Haven't decided. Uh, outside of that, I'm going to be playing a lot of open play games. So... If there are any uh, friends of the show that want to play games, I'm going to have uh, I'll have a Guild Ball team. I'll have a Song of Ice and Fire army. I will have a Gremlin crew for Malifaux 2E. I'll have my other side models. And I'm also planning on bringing some Legion and a kill team. So I'll have plenty of stuff. If you guys see me at the con and you want to play one of those games with me, just pull me to the side and I will play if it is on uh, basically Friday or Saturday, uh, I'll be shopping and playing demos and doing open play of a song of ice and fire. So come find me and we'll rack up and play a game. Yeah. And uh, same thing for me. Like, um, I mean, I'm bringing Legion with star Wars Legion with me. I'm bringing all my minis. Uh, so that way I'll have a variety of different stuff to play with for open play, no matter what point cost, you know, still going from min all the way to max in terms of, you know, points. And I, I plan on bringing my, my Death Watch kill team as well, too, and probably some Shadespire. So same kind of thing, open play. You know, just hit us up on Facebook if, while we're there, and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely try to schedule a game with you guys. Yeah, I mean, that's why I go to Adepticon. Every year that I've gone, uh, it's been trying to get as many open play games in as I can. Uh, I played a ton of, like, Narrative Malifaux the first year, and it was, like, incredibly fun. So looking to replicate that kind of experience. It's not all about the tournaments. There's... Plenty of other fun to be had there. Plus drinking. Oh yeah, lots of drinking. Yep. <laughs> I was like, if it's like anything like TempleCon, yeah. Yeah. lots can, of drinking. If I can sell a person that's thinking that's on the fence about Adepticon, one of my favorite things about it is there are beer carts uh, that walk around, and a lot of the time, well, I, my experience was every day I was at the con, there was somebody with a beer cart, and on the beer cart they had boxes of promotional minis from the companies that were at the the con. 
and if you bought a beer, they would give you a promo mini. Like for weird, they had mystery boxes one day. So every beer you bought got you a mystery box. And any weird people out there know how sick that is. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't and, even uh, drink beer, but I'd be buying beer. Oh, I would. Well, one. Of, so one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite experiences. So I. I've gone to TempleCon twice before it moved uh, into the spring, away from the summer or the winter, and. Um, one of my favorite experiences, I was playing in the team tournament um, with the Advanced Maneuver guys for War Machine, if any of you guys are familiar with those, uh, them. And uh, the people we were playing against, they were literally just passing a bottle of, of uh, Kraken around and just like letting people just pour. I mean, we were just, and we were so sauced by the end of that match. It was not even <laughs> funny. Like that was probably my best experience at temple con was playing in that tournament with that group of guys. And I, I wish I could remember their names, uh, but that, that was so much fun. All right. So uh, other than, other than the drinking and stuff like that, let's, let's, let's get into uh, how, how one would, get ready for for a con whether it be adepticon or possibly even just a, a local tournament because sometimes even those can be a, a daunting experience for people yeah so the i i yeah for sure um i have uh like what i want to do is go through and what's your number one tip for for a person that might just be attending a con for the first time uh, I know what mine for sure is, but what do you guys have for number one tip? Comfortable shoes. You are going to be standing a lot. Yeah, they're, a, they're, ace ace tip. Yeah, I mean you you're going to be standing a ton, so uh, make sure you wear comfortable comfortable shoes. Uh, just a quick one after that, just as a side one, hand sanitizer. You don't want the cron cud or con <laughs> crud. It sucks. Bring hand sanitizer. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, for me, I would say make sure that you throw some type of like cliff bar or some other easy to eat protein type bar, um, especially if you're involved in a tournament. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to be get the time to, you know, maybe you might not get the time to break for lunch. Um, and then even if you do, you might get hungry. And once you start getting hungry that means that your brain power is going to be down and that means you're not going to be making good decisions yeah or do the intimidation thing that i saw one guy do which is he put like a bunch of vanilla pudding into a mayonnaise jar and he would like look at his opponents across the table and eat out of it (laughs) oh that's amazing i'm so stealing that oh my gosh it was really funny oh that's hilarious yeah it's really funny all right uh (laughs) So mine, uh, mine is actually uh, a fix kit. Uh, so you oh, guys yeah. had, yeah. So, so before you go, make sure in your bag, you have a kit that has uh, a hobby knife, a file, glue, magnets, extra bases, and some touch up paints, uh, because shit happens, man. Uh, and you need to be ready for it. Um, and having a fix kit for your minis, even though it's heartbreaking to like drop one and have it break and not be able to get it back into the right condition. You want to be able to glue it back together and play with it. So make sure you've got a fix kit with you. That, that's like the best advice I can give someone. That is yeah, that's a, a, good, that's a good one. Yep. 
I mean, the, you can you can buy that stuff while you're there, but your food's already going to be expensive enough while you're there. You you don't want to have to spend that. Yeah, and you don't want to have to like go through the hassle of like trying to locate all those items. Yep. Um, it's easy to find food, right? You just like blindly walk around the hotel until you find the place that's like selling big pretzels. But like finding a place that's actually selling super glue, maybe not so easy uh, and highly stressful when you've got a model that you maybe just dropped and are already heartbroken about. So yeah. just have the kit with you. Um, yes. I mean, so one of the other things I can think of is especially is places like Adepticon where, you know, it's, it's going to, where weird, you know, specifically, I know weird does this at theirs where they do a lot of their, um, you know, their special edition models will go on sale there. They'll do like new advanced releases there. If you've got, if you're going to do ninja shopping or any type of shopping there, just make sure you, you look at this, this, your tournament schedule and make sure you, you plan that accordingly. Get yeah. yourself a ninja shopper, um, you know, talk to your friends, see when their tournaments are, you know, just plan that accordingly. Cause you don't want to be stuck in a tournament and then you miss out on, you know, that really awesome kit or model that's coming out. Like for me, I'm trying to get that space Marine Sergeant for my, for my ultramarines. Cause I pulled out freaking reboot Gulliman and I'm now I'm painting space Marines, ultramarines right now. So, yeah. And then pre- prepare for that. That's the thing. Like I, I, uh, my, my, so my number two tip is don't stack your weekend. Yep. Uh, a lot of people make the mistake. They're like, I need to fill every hour of the day. Don't do it. it is the worst thing you can do, uh, pick the top three things you want to do. Uh, and maybe sign up for them. At Adepticon, I would say pick two because tournaments are all day. Uh, if you sign up for a tournament and you're in a three to five round tournament of a war game, that's an eight to ten hour commitment. Don't sign up for very many. Your brain is going to be on fire by the yeah. end of it. Uh, and I would actually, my advice would be plan to have one of those middle days. It's a day that you just, you plan to be in the vendor hall or playing open play games while you're feeling it. Um, just make your spell, give yourself that space and you'll have a much better time. I, I will second that. But literally my first, my first time at TempleCon, I did not play in any of the tournaments. I did open play only and I walked around and watched people playing and I experienced the con. I did not stress. I did not force myself to try and jam pack as much into it. I literally just relaxed, hung out with people, you know, talked to the cosplayers and had fun with them, drank, ate looked at the vendor hall and just and hung out with people. And that was a ton of fun. Like I, yeah. I wasn't stressing about tournament, no tournament prep, no, none of that stuff. It was, it was a fun time. Yeah. I think some people, there are individuals that can walk a vendor hall once and be good, but I can tell you like, it takes me like laps. Like I have to go through, I have to, I have time. I have to like think about my budget. I have to go in, look around like you know not make those impulse decisions right away because i want to see what all the vendors have and then like plan out my purchases and i kind of you know like to walk around and feel it out multiple times throughout the day um and i i think i'm not alone in that so Mm -hmm. just you know make sure you build that time in yeah no i agree with that Uh, and with that in mind, uh, actually not with that in mind, uh, maybe a little, but also make sure you bring a water bottle. Like that seems like an obvious thing, but uh, it goes along with Paul's tip of having like easy to digest protein or ingest protein. Um, you get like you can get crippling headaches because you'll forget to drink or you'll be in a tournament situation where you don't necessarily have time to walk away to a water fountain all the time. Um, so just having like a big bottle of water with you is a lifesaver. 
I mean, just bring perishable food. I mean, depending on your traveling there, like, you know, when I used to go to TempleCon, we did train. So one of my bags was just nothing but food for the weekend for our hotel room. Right. And, you know, and that way I'm not, I'm not spending money. Uh, you know, I'm bringing stuff that's, you know, get me through, you know, we, we would do like one big meal as a group for like dinner or lunch or something. But for the rest of the day, like I'm munching on these power bars and stuff like that, that I brought with me, you know, I brought, you know, I would bring, um, what the hell is those, uh, those flavored Gatorade waters, whatever they're called. Um, you know, I bring those to help, you know, get electrolytes, protein and things like that. So, I mean, plan that stuff because these cons jack up the price of the food. You don't want to be spending the money on that. And again, dehydration means big headaches. So make sure you have plenty of water. Uh, Paul, how about you? You got some more stuff for us here? Yeah, I do. Uh, I actually have a, a really important one, and I've made this mistake before. But if you if you take medicine for any type of mental illness, don't forget it. <laughs> I know that sounds simple, but don't make sure you medicine. don't leave it at home. Yeah. You know, like yeah, if you're if you're on anxiety or depression meds, you don't want to go to a con without that. Maybe put them in your fix kit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, don't I mean, don't I mean like even if you're flying, don't pack it in your, you know, uh below the plane stuff, your check baggage. Keep it in your carry-on so this way you know you have it. Cuz let me tell you, that will ruin your time. Yeah. I mean, I would say that's probably, you know, good advice for any type of medicine, not just even you know, just that stuff. Just, you yeah, know, you got put your insulin there. If you got diabetes, you know, if you got heartburn, you know, put your put your uh, uh, Xanax. Yeah, there you go. Whatever it's called. They all start with a Z these days. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. So your human fix kit and your model fix kit. Yeah, because I mean, uh, any of that, even if you just know that you don't have it, that's going to stress you out. That's yep. correct. You know, so, so I've got sure another one. That. Go ahead. I've got another one. So, and this is, this is coming from me, the guy who buys all the minis, uh, <laughs> talking to you minis. guys, talking to you guys who maybe don't buy all the minis, uh, give other games a chance. You're going to be at a convention where you have access to every miniatures game, basically like almost every miniatures game is going to be represented at a con like Adepticon or TempleCon or Captain Con or whatever. Right. Um, or if you're going to LVO, so make sure that you play some demos, man. Like, don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't like judge other games. Maybe because you're only into one system. Um, give another game a chance. Uh, I think that's the best thing you can do because there are tons of little boutique games out there. And a lot of them are very good and worth your attention and hobby dollars. And you should, uh, Try to build in some time to play some demos and get some new experiences and don't just plug reps on the game that you went to play specifically. I second that. That is actually how I uh, found out about uh, uh, that I liked Malifaux when it when I first got it to because I watched the uh, the Malifaux tournament at the con I was at and then I got some demos of it because it looked really interesting. So that is that was how I got into second edition Malifaux. So I second that wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's definitely a good way to try things that you you might not have tried or that you heard about, you know, your friends playing or you heard about on this podcast or another podcast or you might even be walking by a table and go, wow, that looks like a neat miniature or a theme that I might like and get the demo. That's that's how I got into Bushido. I played a demo at Adepticon with the rep that was there. It was really fun. 
Plus, it's always fun to be able to talk with the guys that are, you know, especially with the smaller games like that, that, you know, your chances are you're getting a demo from the guy that designed the game. Yep. You know, and there's nobody better to learn from. Yeah, I mean, that, and that also goes for anything that you're seeing that you're like on the fence about buying. You know, there, you know, there's a game out there that you saw on Kickstarter, but you didn't, you know, join in on it. You know, but it's hey, it's there. Hey, demo it and see when it goes for your know, retail, you can pick it up then. Yep, that's a good one. All right, so any more uh, basic con prep tips you guys have? Travel with friends, uh, really, man. Like it, it makes the experience so much better. Uh, you know, spending spending you know whatever it was like eight nine hours on a train with like six or seven of my buddies that was a ton of fun. So if you can travel with a group of friends, it makes the experience a lot better. He's trading his eight nine hours with six or seven buddies on the train for thirteen hours in the car with me. Yeah, that's that'll hey, be fun. We'll see if we're, we'll see if we're, see if we're doing a podcast after that ride. <laughs> Hey, but there's Portillo's at the end of that car ride. <laughs> there is alcohol at the end of that one. Oh no, you guys are meeting me at Portillo's. I don't give a fuck. What is what is what is Portillo's and what am I in for? Oh my god, Potter. Uh, Portillo. I, I understand that you I'm don't Googling know because you're now. you're not from the Chicago area, right? So hey, 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 I was born south of Chicago. Thank you very much. Oh, I, then you should be embarrassed that you don't know what Portillo's I, is. He probably I, left by I, the time he was one. I left when I was six months old. Oh, got it. All right, all right, all right. So just imagine <laughs> imagine a place that sells the best version or one of the best versions of all the Chicago staples. Oh, so, God. I'm going to eat so much pizza. So Italian beefs, uh, uh, Chicago dogs, you got your tamales, like all that kind of stuff. They have a, they have, they have a, a cake milkshake there. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I just went to the website, and the first thing is a candy cane milkshake. <laughs> yeah, boy. Their milkshakes are legendary. The cake shake is something else, man. has to be experienced. Like, they literally put ice cream, milk, and a piece of cake into a blender. Oh, God. Paul, you know the conversation we were having today about eating healthy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gone. <laughs> well, it's a good oh, thing. We don't have to go to, we don't have to, go to Portillo's away. every day. I mean, yeah. we could, but we don't have to. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at these these the Chicago style hot dogs. Oh god, I love Chicago style hot dogs. Yeah, it's the Italian beef. What you need is the it's the the big Italian beef, man. It, that is, that thing is no joke. <laughs> Paul, he's, he's gonna kill me before I leave, man. I know die. why Paul's laughing. <laughs> oh god, you can't say things like that around me. I'm like a 14 year old <laughs> child with the Italian beef. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was drooling over the food. I didn't catch it. It went over my head. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah. So um, the next thing I think that I, we could talk about with regards to going to a convention, especially your first time, is what to expect in your tournament. Uh, I know there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of new people in the hobby, people that might be nervous about entering your first tournament. Um, I'll, I'll kick this one off and that. The thing that I, I want to say is like, um, I think just be ready for your first opponent to be anybody, right? Like you could have a really good time with your opponent, but like mentally prepare yourself for the inevitability that you might play against like a rule stickler that 
is very frustrating to play against and just, you know, get yourself in the mindset that, that you can still have a good time under those circumstances and don't like take it out on that person, right? Like if that person is that way, just like go with the flow and get in. And the other thing that I can say, and this is going to sound like self, like a little bit maybe backwards, but if you're not the kind of person that's like win at all costs, don't be disheartened by losing that first game. Cause most of these tournaments are Swiss and, if once you get matched up with somebody who lost their first game, like the rest of your games are gravy. Like every time I've lost the first game in a tournament, I've had a much better experience than when I won the first game. Uh, because yeah, the people I, are like, like the, the comp, the whole like competitive air and like being nervous about losing the game goes away instantly. So, you know, unless you have like lofty goals of winning that tournament that you're entering, like losing that first game is actually kind of a blessing because you'll generally get matched up with a lot easier going opponents. I agree with that. Don't let someone else be in a stickler or even a dick. Like, you know, I, I've, I've run into it where I've gone to cons and or oriented or tournaments where people are just massive dicks. Don't don't let them ruin your experience, man. You you paid a lot of money to come to the, something like Adepticon or even just a local tournament. I mean, you you paid money to go in there. Don't let someone else ruin your experience. Yep, yep, yep. Just play your game. Yeah, have have fun. I mean, and the thing is, is like you you will see like these win of all cost guys. The moment like they lose a game and they realize like they're not going to get first, they're gonna drop. They're so, going to drop. Yeah, they'll yeah, leave. The, they'll be out. The, and so by the end of it, outside of the top tables, you're running into people that are there just to have fun. And yep. more than likely, you know, you'll have a much better – like Chow was saying, you'll have a much better time playing those people. So wait through the first round. Second round, you know, you might have to deal with it a little bit after that. But, you know, third, fourth, and even fifth rounds, if you're playing a large enough tournament, you're going to have fun. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, if you finish early, you can go watch the people sweat it out on the top table. Yep. And get yeah, get food. Yeah. Right, and don't necessarily drop either. Right, like that's yeah. the other thing. Don't drop out. You paid money. Just keep don't drop. Like yeah, I, keep I, I've always, I've had, I've, I've, I've only played in two tournaments where I've, I've played opponent where they ended up dropping after playing me, and I just, I never got it because of like you, you paid. You know, in a local tournament, you're paying five, ten dollars. You know, it's something like Adepticon. You're paying a ton of money to come here. You know, you're forking out four or five hundred dollars to go to this tournament. Like, stay, have fun, get your money's worth out. Like, it's it's not the end of the world that you lost a game that you're not going to come in first place. Like, and again, like the the games you play after the loss are always more fun than the ones mm-hmm. you lost. Yeah, yeah, because you have no stress at that point. You're, you know, if it's that kind of situation where you're like, all right, well, I can't win anyway. Uh, I'll just have fun. Yeah, well, one of my favorite tournaments is actually a henchman hardcore that I went. It was a five man henchman hardcore, and I went zero and five. <laughs> it was like my first Malifaux tournament ever. I had a terrible crew, um, but I lost my first game, and every game after that was like close and really, really, really fun. Yeah, and plus if you you know if you drop out, you don't know the kind of people that you're missing out on meeting. Like, yeah, you, for sure. you might meet someone there that you end up like. They may they may have a blog or a podcast or, or a YouTube channel or they may be from a freaking other country. Like I ran into a guy from that he he came he flew all the way from Australia to go to TempleCon. I'm like it's the middle of the summer in Australia right now where it's freaking freezing and like 20 degrees snow in Rhode Island and he flew to that tournament and <laughs> that guy was a ton of fun to meet and I had a great time playing him and I I would have never got to meet him if I dropped out. So you the kind of people you meet at these cons are definitely worth sticking around playing as well too. 
Yeah. You know, and, and your, other... Chops, you were talking about your, your one of your favorite tournaments going over five. One of my favorite tournaments, uh, and this was at Nova a few years back, was um, Malifaux Trios, where my teammates and I, we couldn't coordinate more than one win per round. <laughs> and it was pretty funny because there was like there was another team of people from north carolina there were two other teams of from north carolina and we called ourselves best north carolina team and uh we ended up we ended up coming in dead last out of all of the teams (laughs) and it's the only time at a major event like that that i've walked away with so much loot (laughs) from coming in last it was like us and like um alex schmidt and his buddies like that got all the loot because they came in first and we were terrible (laughs) but by that by that last round it was just like everybody was just having so much fun because it was like all right who's going to be last and like i said we couldn't coordinate more than one win around Honestly, I think team tournaments are the best when you just don't go in caring and you go in to just have fun. Team tournaments are the best that way, in my opinion. Well, let me, I'll be honest with you. We went in hoping to be competitive, and it <laughs> was just bad. I Who, who uh, did you go with? Healy, Patrick Healy and John Fox were my partners. And nice, okay. I, I, screw, I screwed up round one. Um, I ended up playing Seamus into Shenlong and it was basically, uh, corners deployment. And he just sat there with Shenlong and a bunch of Katanaka snipers and basically blew me off the table from that point on. Um, so I think I ended up, I ended up getting like wiped out and lost like 10, nothing. So I, I was, I was the first one to have a bad game. Um, was it, was that your bet noir, uh, Seamus list? Uh, yeah, but the problem was I couldn't get anybody across the table. So basically he drew a firing line and anytime I moved anywhere, everything that I had was just getting shot. So I also like, I I also like the fact that you just ignored the fact that I pronounced Seamus's name wrong. Well, yeah, I just, I've learned to completely ignore that (laughs) jerk. All right. What else you got for us, chaps? Paint your goddamn minis. You know, honestly, the portion of the show about this today. Well, well, this Um, is the portion of the show where I turn my mic off. (laughs) (laughs) No, in all seriousness, though, um, no, do it. it, No, seriously, paint your goddamn minis. Like you're gonna be there with like really good hobbyists, Um, and I hate to say like out of respect for them, but a little bit out of respect for the people that are putting the time in, and they they you know they make their minis look really good. At least make an attempt. Like they don't have to be great. Put a base coat on, wash them. Don't do anything else. That's fine. Like just, just paint them. Uh, the people that are playing these games, like a lot of, a lot of us want to have immersive experiences. Um, and also a lot of these tournaments have paint requirements anyway. So just prepare for it. Like know what you're playing in and in the official events that you're playing, like obviously open play, you can play with unpainted minis, but anything that you're playing in as an official event, assume it's going to have a paint requirement because it probably does. And allot yourself the time to paint the list you're going to play. Agree. And and I'm going to expand on Chops's uh, advice there and say, don't paint them the night before. <laughs> oh God, no! Don't do that. I oh, I, have I told you the guys about the my first uh, Ard Boys tournament? Yes. 
Oh God, yes. I stayed up for I stayed up for almost forty eight hours straight because I painted a whole two thousand point Black Templar army in <laughs> one night. That sounds insane. I don't oh. have a story nearly that good. I've got a good one, but it's not that good. Man, my my, my girlfriend at the time was helping me paint them. She crashed, and I, I it got to the point where I was like, oh, I have to leave for the tournament now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I played in a tournament, uh, a Malifaux tournament, where I took uh, I took Ma and Wong and Ulix with me to a tournament, and I saw the schemes and strats when I got there and I realized that in round three I was going to be down a war pig I, I realized I, I would probably need two of them so I went to the weird booth I bought a war pig I built it and I painted it <laughs> in between rounds wow like nice. just slapped I mean you could tell it was slapdash <laughs> like it didn't look anywhere near my other models but it had the minimum colors on it like it had you know like the pig was painted like sort of pinky the the gremlins clothes were, were painted i put some agrax earthshade on it and <laughs> i called it a day uh but i had Dude, it painted and i had it it's ready done. yeah yeah oh my uh, god and it was like in 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 multiple half hour intervals <laughs> like that I did it. Yeah, so, so paint like them in early. between each one. Yeah, yeah, try, get it done. Try to don't, avoid don't. doing it the night before. I I have heard of guys that have like been in the car driving to the con in the back seat painting minis like while they're riding up to the cons. Like, don't be yeah, don't that do guy. That. Don't be me. Don't be the guy going into round three of your first R Boys tournament and you lose because you have just crashed on the table. Yeah, it's it's be be me right now. Take take my advice. So I've got a one commander list. My so my my big stressor right now is the other side because I've got my Bushido minis painted enough. Um, I got like two to paint, which I can crack out in any two weeks that I need to. But the, my other side, Benny's, it's what what what's today, December fifth. Yep. Uh, and I have uh, a distinct goal of painting at least one fire team per week. And if I paint one fire team per week, I will be done three weeks early. Uh, and I've been painting more than that, so it, it's just like one of those things is like set yourself that goal so that you can get the models that you need to get painted in time and just yep. stick to it. And if you have access to an airbrush, use the airbrush. It will be your friend. Yeah. Especially because if you're that is bring hordes or Imperials for Legion <laughs> white, black. I'm done. Yep. So, um, so chops, you, you kind of, you want to, you, you said something that's going to lead me in the next one. If the game that you're playing has any type of scenarios or strats and schemes in the, in, in the Malifaux world that it posted, look at them and practice them. Get your reps in, learn, learn your list, learn how it does it. It works with those strats and schemes, with those scenarios, uh, those objectives, practice them, make the replacements that you need before you go to the con. Don't be going to the fly because most of these tournaments, your lists are set. You know, not everything's like weird where you can change things on the fly nine times out of ten you've got to have a list printed out and brought there that that day of and turn into the to yeah and also prep for every table having less terrain than you're accustomed to playing on yep especially um, if you're playing legion yeah put put less terrain on the table than you want to so that you understand what that's going to be like because that's how it's going to be like pray you don't run into a signal army 
Yeah, unless you're playing Infinity, because Infinity TOs generally don't leave because it's such it's such an important part of it. Yeah. The tables are usually much better. Uh, so if you're an Infinity player, ignore what I just said. But any other game, uh, prep for less terrain than you're used to. Yep, agree. Yeah, that's actually really good advice. And what about what do you guys think as far as actually getting ready for your events? I know, Potter, you touched on some things uh, as far as knowing your scenarios, but how do you guys how do you guys get ready? I mean, work, try your best uh, for whatever game you're playing. Try your best to get games in prior to against every faction in the game. And if you can't get games in against every faction, at least make sure you grab the book and read up on those factions so that we are not surprised or caught off guard in the middle of the tournament about some rule or some interaction that you didn't know about and then it's just completes you put you on your heels for the rest of the game. You know, because if you're going to these tournaments and you're wanting to win, you know, specifically if you're wanting to win, if that's your goal. I mean, if you're going to have fun, obviously then do what you do. But if you're going into trying to win, read up on the other armies and try to get reps against those other armies so that way you're not at a loss. All right, I've got another one. You you have definitely sprung me on another one. So here's a scenario. Uh, and Potter, you're going to hate this one. Um, but this is what I'm going to say. Because a lot of people, I feel like the way they learn war games is like the way, like oral history. Like they just take whatever the like, whatever the guru of the game is in the area as the word of gospel. And they like, learn how to play the game. And in general, they're like 95% of the way there. But because you think you know the rules of the game you're playing, you you don't. Read the rule book and read it a week before your tournament and maybe the night before. Just read the rules. Uh, I can't emphasize enough how important that is because at tournaments, in general, uh, like you're going to have a good time. You're going to meet good people, but like you and a person might not be trying to like pass one over on you, but you can't assume that everyone you're playing against knows the rules the way that your local meta does. And you might even miss something because you might not know and they might not know. So it's better just to read the rule book. Oh no, I agree with that. I mean, that doesn't upset me because you're hundred percent right. Like I, I do myself a disservice by not doing that, but I also know that I suck at reading because I have massive, really bad dyslexia, so I learn that way. That's just how I've learned to cope with my dyslexia, but you're 100% right. You, you need to go in and, and read those rules, um, and on, you know, on that subject, if you're playing a game where that game has a living rule set, something like Wild West Exodus or a uh, way that Privateer Press has moved their stuff to, make sure you have the most current version of the rules as well as the most current version of the faqs um specifically like something like gw go make sure you have those rules those faqs printed off because if you don't you are the one that's going a judge is going to rule against you every single time if you do not have those printed off and with you because it's your fault for not knowing and that's how they're going to do it yep um, and another another spring from that one is if you play in a local meta and you've got friends, have a friend before you leave, double check your list to make sure your list is legal. Yep. And a lot of these apps these days will do your list verifications for you. Use that, but don't don't make that your only point of verification. So like Chop said, have your friends check it. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, you know, I know the the Wild West Exodus event. You actually have to submit it to War Cradle uh, a week, at least a week before Adepticon for confirmation. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah, yeah. It's actually you actually have to email it to War Cradle. There's a there's a on the Adepticon website when you when you look up information about that event has an email address to send it to. Um, well, there you go. One of the one of the other things that I'd recommend with uh, the rules, uh, not only reading them, but if you have questions, ask them ahead of time. You know, go to go to the forums for whatever game or or to the Facebook. You know, like Wild West Exodus, it's always easier to get the information on uh, Facebook than it is on on the forums. The forums. But Go there, ask questions on things that either come up while you're playing with your with your local guys um, or, you know, if you're reading and you think something might not be clear. And that's that's one of the things that I've been doing with Wild West Exodus is, is looking for possible wonky interactions and just kind of looking for how I believe they work and putting that out there and, and seeing what type of arguments I get. And turned out the other day I was arguing with somebody from War Cradle about why they were wrong about the rule working the way they thought it did. So that was kind of it's interesting. Always, yeah, it's, that's always uh, kind of fun to, to, to argue with the devs about that. So um, now outside of uh, kind of like prepping for games, uh, one thing I thought about is, you know, don't be afraid to approach some of these game developers as well, too, and talk to them about stuff while you're there. Um, you know, I got I got lucky enough uh, to actually end up having lunch with one of the Privateer Press uh, employees that we got to do a sit down. Um, I know, one, you know, Paul Plunge, one of the local guys here, he got to do the same thing at uh, Gen Con with the Wild West Exodus guys. So don't don't be afraid to approach some of the developers and talk to them. They they may go out of their way and sit down to talk to you about the, their the plans for the games and answer questions and things like that. They they really enjoy it and they like taking that feedback back to their oh, yeah, companies. I've, yeah, and I, I mean I've got as a matter of fact like have plans to like visit the booths because a lot of these people are going to be working them. Yeah. So like i you know i've got a couple hands that i'm going to want to shake while i'm at adepticon and i've you know i'm already making that mental list yeah don't be afraid to do that and plus like you know that feedback really motivates these guys right like the the guys who are developing these games like hearing that you love the stuff they work on is what drives them mm -hmm. honestly so don't be afraid to share that with them it's not like you're not like i mean it's, it's not, not offensive, right? right? Like, it's, it's not like, like you're running into like an A-list celebrity and it's annoying to them. Like these people want to hear your passion. So just, just talk to them. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And nine times out of times, and nine times out of times, they're really good guys too. I mean, they're, they're fun. Um, you know, I, I got the interaction with uh, Will Schick when I was, I would Templecom one time and he had, it was right before the Archangel came out for Legion. So this is right before, uh, you know, Hordes got their version of the, uh, the, the Colossals. And, there was a rules interaction on the Archangel, and he brought it out in the team's tournament. It wasn't even officially released, and I got to sit down and talk to him how he painted it the, 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 and asked him how the rules interaction worked, and I ended up – I was in the right the way it worked. Uh, and you know, it, it was just fun, kind of fun just sitting down and talking to him and, and realizing like how they thought about the game you know, and what you're thinking about the game and just being able to ask those questions. It's always fun to do that with those developers. So they're there. Approach them as long as they're not busy and you're not a dick, you know. You know, be, be be cordial. They'll they'll ha you'll have a good time talking to them. 
And you might learn something. And you might learn something. That's true. Hopefully, hopefully they'll slip and tell you something cool that's coming out. Oh. Yeah, I think they slipped. I think Schick slipped that year about the murder ponies uh, for Signar, <laughs> and that was a nice one. I couldn't get anything out of Aaron when I tried uh, at Gen Con one year at the Weird Booth. The guy's like a steel trap. He is, yeah, Aaron yeah, he is good see, at he that. Seems, he was good. Yeah, at I was about to say he seems like that because I've started following him on Twitter now. So yeah, just yeah. seeing what his future plans are. Yep. Yep. But yeah, he you could ne- you could never uh, weasel anything out of him. I tried a few times at Nova and it didn't work. Yeah, no, he had a really good time showing me the and and trying to get me to guess what the minis in that weren't announced in the case were. <laughs> but there there was there was nothing else coming out of him. So, yeah, it was, it was a really fun experience. Anyway, yeah, talk to them. They're they're there to have fun too, right? So yeah, and you you just you just uh, sparked something to me. Uh, clean your clean your phone off because you're gonna take pictures. Make sure you got the room for that because there's going to be a lot of minis. There's going to be a lot of people's painted stuff there. There's going to be studio stuff there. You're going to want to take pictures of other people's stuff, the new stuff coming out to share with your friends. So make sure your camera's got plenty of room to take those pictures. Yeah, I'm going to be playing Angel Geraldez bingo while I'm at Adepticon. Like everyone that I know that's going to have his painted <laughs> minis, I want to get some shots of them. That guy, that guy makes me never want to paint. <laughs> I just want some like some of my own photos, like photos that I composed of these minis. Uh, if if I can get close enough to them, yeah, his stuff is so good. So, but yeah, that's about all I had. We we covered we covered everything I had written down. Well, good. Yeah, I yeah. think that I think that about covers it. I can't think of anything else. Um, you know that's in that's really important um yeah enjoy yourself though while you go to these things that's yeah for sure i mean that's the main thing you're going for you're going for fun to begin with so just make sure you're having fun don't stress yep all right last words for uh for for this one um adepticon is gonna rock and my my goal for it is to not come in last in any event <laughs> um, I aim high. Yeah. Uh, so for me, just um, I, I hope to see you guys there. Uh, and if you see us, you know, just just come come up and chat. We'll, we'll be more than happy to sit down and talk to you guys while we're there and and play games with you. I, I hope to see people there. Hell yeah! Unlike Paul, my uh, my goal is to get the first ever or the second ever uh, other side wooden spoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Also, paint your goddamn minis. <laughs> Shut up! I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, we always appreciate that, especially when we start going through through all the metrics, and I start sending these guys pictures of the the worldwide map and everywhere that we're we're being listened to. It's just amazing. Um, so you know, we we appreciate that. It's it's been an amazing beginning to this adventure. Um, so if you, if you can, please follow us on, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at three men in a war game. It's the number three, um, we're on Facebook, just search three men in a war game. Um, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash three men in a war game. Um, we've got some neat stuff up there and, and more stuff coming in the, in the new year. Um, thanks to static as a city for the music and uh 
gee, I, th- I think that's everything. It is. Thank you for listening, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks, for, gals. Thank, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to our patrons. And uh, I, I promise I'm working on our Discord. I know I brought it up, but I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Whip cracks. <laughs> sorry. Right. I went on vacation. Okay, I'm sorry. It's the, it's the last one you get. <laughs> Jeez, Potter, you're going to drive me nuts with that. Sorry.